2: This morning, battle lines drawn, leaders hit the campaign trail and make their pitch to voters as a date for the election is locked in. A tough start to the week for commuters. New South Wales bus drivers walk off the job. Panic as a gunman opens fire in a nightclub in the US. Charges laid after a protester storms onto Shark Park with a lit flare. And victory wrap. Ferrari fans party into the night after Charles Leclerc's runaway win in Melbourne.
1: This is 7 News with Angie Asimus.
2: Good morning. The election campaign is in full. After Australians finally learned the date, we'll be heading to the polls. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Taylor, leaders have wasted no time making their pitch to voters.
0: Yeah, that's right, Angie. Good morning. Both have hit the ground running, outlining their plan for the future of the country. The Prime Minister opting for a longer campaign period, six weeks, as they both fight it out for the top job. Facing Australia, the pandemic Prime Minister makes his pitch. It's a choice between a strong future and an uncertain one. Determined to see his government survive, while accepting his own popularity's taken a hit, telling voters it isn't about him. This election is about you, no one else. Leaving Kirribilli for his jet in Sydney, ahead of the quick flight to Canberra. And then the electoral procession with a rowdy reception outside Government House. Asking the Governor-General to dissolve the 46th Parliament ahead of the campaign of his political life. I get it that people are tired of politics as we go into this election. Yet opting for more politics, a six-week campaign, polling day May 21, yet Anthony Albanese wants voters to know who he is. I am who I am. I'm I'm a working class lad. I grew up not far from here, in Sydney, in public housing. I'm comfortable in a boardroom and I'm comfortable uh, in a pub. Pushing his government's economic achievements, the PM warning now's not the time for change. It's a choice between a government you know and a Labor opposition that you don't. But Anthony Albanese says voters already know the Morrison government and the Prime Minister. He's
2: running an election campaign whereby his Deputy Prime Minister has said he's a hypocrite and a
0: liar. And the people will soon have their final say. And with the countdown to Election Day well and truly on, each side is really looking to try and find that competitive edge. The latest news poll showing Labor's primary vote has fallen since last week, but still remain ahead of the coalition. While support for Anthony Albanese has also fallen as preferred Prime Minister, while Scott Morrison has gained one point. And both Scott Morrison and Anthony Albanese will be on Sunrise to kick off the election campaign a little later this morning. Angie? Thank you, Taylor. In
2: breaking news, bus drivers have walked off the job for 24 hours across Sydney and parts of New South Wales in what's shaping up as a nightmare start to the working week for commuters. They've gone on strike as of midnight, demanding fair pay and working conditions, and the disruption is expected to impact routes across the Sydney metropolitan area as well as regional centres. Affected lines are running on a reduced timetable and commuters are being warned to prepare for delays. Two people are dead and another 10 have been injured in another nightclub shooting in the US. The incident at a club in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, happened during the early hours of this morning. A routine patrol nearby arrived just minutes after gunfire rang out. Police quickly secured the scene, but it's not known if any arrests were made. Those injured were taken to hospital. A man has been charged after running onto the field during the Sharks-Tigers clash with a lit flare. The 32-year-old brought the game to a halt and managed to get dangerously close to players before he was dragged away by security. The flare was put out with a fire extinguisher. Well, this is outrageous. I mean, where's the security here? I mean, if ever a bloke deserved to be... Yeah, we were. Violent, ...driven in a tackle, this is the bloke. It's the second pitch invasion in as many days. The man was refused bail and will face court this morning. Russian forces continue to gather near eastern Ukraine with strikes on residential areas, putting civilians increasingly under threat. Ukrainian officials have reported new attacks in the Donbass region and are urging people to leave. Satellite images show a large Russian military convoy east of Kharkiv. Moscow has announced a new battlefield commander to lead the charge in the country's east. Meantime, Pope Francis has called for an Easter ceasefire, so real negotiations can take place to achieve peace. It's only been a short visit, but Princess Anne's trip to Sydney has already had a big impact. The Princess Royal met with the families of two firefighting volunteers who lost their lives protecting others, a moment that meant so much to those who are still grieving. Thank you for allowing me to join you today. Um, but to also
0: remember those that did have to sacrifice their lives. I think it was very nice that she took the time out to acknowledge us.
3: My son's death must have meant something.
2: Today, the princess will take a tour of the Royal Australian Corps before jetting off to Papua New Guinea. A couple aged in their 80s has escaped the wreck of a burning caravan with just seconds to spare thanks to quick-thinking police. Video from the officers body cam showed the dramatic rescue after a crash on the southwestern highway 140 k's south of Perth. I'm
0: I'm in seat belt. Seat belt. go, 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 go. I'm so glad to see you alive.
2: Just moments after they were freed, the fuel tank exploded. The family of a man knocked unconscious during a brawl in Sydney's inner south is trying to come to terms with the heartbreaking news that he will not survive. Evander Tuala was attacked outside a pub and suffered such severe injuries. His life support is soon to be switched off. Police have already charged two men and they're on the hunt for others involved. A young woman is fighting for life in hospital after becoming trapped inside her Adelaide home after it caught fire. Firefighters pulled her to safety, but not before she suffered horrific burns. Eleven others, six of them children, managed to escape the flames unharmed. The cause of the blaze is not yet known. It's a David versus Goliath battle over an Aussie drop. The makers of a sulphate-free wine are vowing to fight to keep their brand Purple Rain. They've survived a legal challenge from the estate of late singer Prince, but they're now battling a real global giant. A WA company
3: behind the world's first Purple Wine taking on the Prince who reigned the charts.
0: Purple Rain
3: Two mates received a cease and desist from his estate over their signature drop, Purple Rain.
0: So we thought, no, nah, it's got to be a joke. Two Aussie battlers trying to uh, <laughs> fight a dead man.
3: They agreed to change their name in the US and European markets. Their pockets not deep enough to take on Prince's purse, but they're now digging deep to take on another global force. Rain Beverages, which is owned by a cashed up conglomerate, Coca-Cola. That battle is still in play over claims the wine is highly similar in overall appearance and conception.
0: Ring. More than just total body fuel.
3: The company couldn't be contacted today. Tim and Roscoe say they've spent tens of thousands of dollars defending their brand. The invoices from lawyers are piling up, but they're vowing to keep fighting until their barrel runs dry.
0: Companies with a lot of resources can basically shut you down um, just by way of having deep pockets and a lot of lawyers. Bigger
4: companies will try and... Um, crush any opposition that they have. So it's often the case that they're not right and they do need to be challenged.
3: Hoping voyeurs don't rain
2: on Purple Rain's parade. Cassidy Moscone, Seven News. The outback Queensland town of Birdsville has exploded with thousands making the trek to the Simpson Desert for a historic race meeting. It's the first time in the event's 140-year history that two race meetings are being held in the same year. COVID meant last September's races had to be bumped to this month.
0: Yeah, look, we haven't done it since September 2019, so we're pretty excited.
2: And it's weird to have a Birdsville races in April. But... The races continue today. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones ended the session 138 points higher, the Nasdaq down 186 points, in London the FTSE 100 added and Germany's DAX gained. On the commodities market gold is trading at 1945 US dollars an ounce, oil is back under 100 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 75 and a half US cents approaching 93 Japanese yen and a dollar 8 New Zealand. French President Emmanuel Macron leads the opening round of voting in the country's presidential election, casting his own ballot while in northern France. His biggest threat is far right candidate Marine Le Pen, and the polling gap between the two favourites has narrowed dramatically over the past few weeks. Exit polls suggest the incumbent will face a runoff against Le Pen on April 24. Shanghai is grappling with serious food shortages as the city enters its second week of COVID lockdown. Its 26 million residents have been confined to their homes for the past two weeks in a bid to curb the number of infections. The outbreak has paralysed the city's supply chain, angering residents who claim they've been forced to go without food and medicine. Spanish authorities are investigating how a businessman came to be in possession of more than a 1,000 stuffed animals. The private taxidermy museum contains more than 400 protected animals and one specimen of an animal which is already extinct. Stuffed specimens of cheetah, leopard, lion, polar bear and white rhino were among those seized. The collection is estimated to be worth more than $40 million on the black market. IVF providers have been stunned by a surge in demand during the pandemic. Many prospective parents are starting the process earlier than planned rather than putting off having a family.
4: John and Laura Summers are preparing to start their second IVF journey. John survived testicular cancer. The couple beat the odds and welcomed baby Adeline last year, sharing their experience online. <laughs> but we were super lucky and and now we have our little baby after 15 egg retrievals and
0: my two surgeries
4: John had a couple of surgeries as well so it was a long road for us. The latest Medicare figures show rather than slowing over the pandemic, demand for services surged. Over two years to the end of 2021, IVF procedures rose 27% nationally. The biggest jump was in Victoria, up 36%. Next were Queensland and New South Wales We're so busy, we we have increased our business um, by about a 1,000 cycles a year. Patients have told doctors living through COVID-19 made them reassess priorities. I think people realise what's important in life. Actually, having a family is more important than any, anything else. Pandemic shutdowns made it extremely difficult for many Australians trying to start a family. But most clinics say they've now caught up on missed appointments and they're eager to take on new patients.
3: I think the biggest thing is just start. If you, if you need yeah. to, just get in the game.
4: Emma O'Sullivan, 7 News.
2: Australia's Cam Smith is hot on the heels of America's Scotty Scheffler in the final round of the Masters. Live to US Bureau Chief Ashley
1: Mullaney. Ash, this could be an incredible day for Australian golf. Angie, good morning. This is the best day on the golfing calendar. Sunday, the final day of the Masters, and we have an Aussie in contention. Cam Smith biting at the heels of world number one, Scotty Scheffler, and he is wasting no time today. Uh, Two birdies in the first two holes this afternoon, playing at Augusta, closing the gap. He is just one stroke back from the lead now. So things are looking good uh, for Cam Smith today. Uh, He tied for second back in 2020. If he takes home that prized green jacket, he will be the first Aussie since Adam Scott nine years ago and only the second Aussie to ever win the Masters. Of course, the other big story today is Tiger Woods. He is now out of the competition, but uh, an incredible effort to even play 72 holes of golf after that horrific uh, vehicle accident over a year ago. Uh, But the story has shifted. It is all eyes on Cam Smith right now. There's lots of hype about him here in the States. Uh, The guy with the mullet and the moustache has been described as a natural-born killer. Let's wait to see if he can pull it off. Angie, very exciting. It is a big day ahead. Thank you very much, Ash.
2: Well, Carlton, our hopeful superstar Patrick Cripps won't be out for long after suffering a hamstring injury in the loss to Gold Coast. The Blues captain left the field late in the first quarter at Metricon Stadium and didn't return to the field. Coach Michael Voss says it's minor, but they'll wait to see the scans.
4: I've had scenarios before where you say that and it turns out to be something else. So um, we'll just wait, find out and, and do the assessment as needed.
2: Carlton struggled without Cripps as the Suns won their second game of the year by 30 points. The Bulldogs showed signs of improvement, but it wasn't enough to come close to the Panthers. The reigning NRL premiers looked on track for a big night, bursting out of box to a 14-0 lead midway through the first half. Dylan Edwards finishing off a brilliant team try. Unlike last week's thrashing by the storm, Canterbury didn't let the scoreline blow out too far, holding on for a competitive 32-12 loss. Dogs 5-8 Matt Burton, was put on report for a chicken wing tackle on Liam Martin. The Roosters are celebrating an incredible run to their maiden NRLW Premiership after nearly missing the finals. The Tri-Colours rebounded from a second-minute Dragons try, scoring three of their own to win 16-4 in the grand final.
3: The Sydney Roosters, from nowhere, sneak into the finals
0: and are Premiers for the first time.
2: Sarah Togutuki won the Karen Murphy medal for player of the match. The Premier League title race isn't over yet. Manny speculated the winner of Manchester City and Liverpool's clash at the Etihad would go on to win the league. But the top two couldn't be separated. The Reds fought back from a goal down twice to hold on for a 2-all draw.
0: He's it into the part of... Sadio Mournay, 2-2, a red
1: blur at the start of the second half.
2: Former Red Raheem Sterling had a potential second-half winner ruled out for offside. Only one point separates the two English giants. Taking a look at the weather around the country, a trough in WA will deepen, causing rain and storms to scatter across the state's south. A front will cool Tasmania, Victoria, and southern New South Wales, and later central New South Wales with the help of a few showers, while a trough in the north will gain moisture to cause heavy showers through the northern tropics. Around the capital, sunny in Brisbane and 29 degrees, a possible late shower for Sydney, top of 27, a possible shower developing in Canberra and 25 degrees, morning shower showers in Melbourne, 18, cloudy for Hobart, top of just 16, partly cloudy in Adelaide, 24, a shower or two for Perth, 21, and sunny in Darwin, 35 degrees. And that is 7 Early News. I'm Angie Asimus.